Hello there. Welcome to the All Podcast, the podcast for ambitious women entrepreneurs who want to know how to become financially independent with a business of their own. Or as I like to say, for women who are done babysitting life. My name is Gaby Rendon and I'm your host. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok as Content with a Purpose or on LinkedIn as Gaby Rendon. Hello beautiful people. Thank you for joining me today, joining us. Today's episode is a special one all the way from uh, Hawaii. I'm not in Hawaii, unfortunately, but my guest is. And she's a fantastic mom. She has a baby on her way. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And without any delay, here is uh, Lindsay Helms. Thank you. So hi, I'm Lindsay. And I own Empower Employee. I'm a tech founder. And this used to be my home office. My desk used to be behind me. I had an orange wall and all these beautiful logos and all the things. And now since we are surprised having a baby, it has now been taken over by a baby and we are going to name her. She's due very soon. Arabella. And Arabella is really important because it's the first female lawyer for the United States. (laughs) So uh, also a very cool character in a book. Yes. Uh, So that was done. It's gold wood. And yeah, so everything here is from Amazon. <laughs> everything in this, this nursery came from Amazon and getting it here from Hawaii was a struggle. But let's sit in the recliner that used to be my office and talk about all things business. Take it away, madam. Okay. Well, hello, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me. And today we have Lindsay Helm. As you can see, she's 100% super mom doing everything. She's super, from Hawaii. And uh, Lindsay used to, uh, is an army veteran, an active duty military spouse. And uh, she's a fierce advocate mom and volunteer. She's also a tech startup. And um, I'm not going to say more because she, she has everything, even a baby on the, on the way. I hope we don't deliver the baby right here. So, Take it from here, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, so hi everyone. Let me uh, do a quick intro about me. So as she, as Gabriella covered, uh, my name is Lindsay Helm. I'm originally from Dry Ridge, Kentucky, which is literally in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so side That's note, nice. I didn't grow up with money. I grew, I grew up in the uh, in a trailer park. Uh, and I joined the military when I was 18 and did my first duty station in South Korea. So um, after I got out, I realized that veterans and military spouses really struggled to find employment because they have a hard time translating their military skills. Um, from the veteran perspective, it's really hard to say, hey, in, in the Army, I did X and have a civilian recruiter or corporate you know, human resources professional understand what that means. And then for the military spouse or the moms, you don't have to be a military spouse. I bet this also applies to you. Taking what I call your mom's skill set and applying those skills back to corporate America. So like, as an example, moms that went to school, high school, college, and then you kind of pause your career to have a baby, which I had to do with a spouse. I had three babies and now I've got, you know, one on the way. You hear, 
well, I don't have any real skills. And I'd be like, but you do. You volunteered for the PTO. You kept track of their budget. You've got financial management and planning skills. Yes. You planned a carnival last week that was that raised $2.1 million for your school or $500 or whatever that amount is. You've got event planning and project management skills. Yeah. You are driving, you like, so there are skills there. So what I did is I built this app called Empower. So military matching and mentorship. And the app has a course inside of it on how to write a resume, how to interview, how to whatever. But it matches you with jobs and recruiters based on the skill set that you select, not the resume, not a job board. Just like if you write financial planning and the recruiter is looking for financial planning, it's going to connect you to that recruiter. So you can start having those conversations. And I've built this company called Empower Employ um, in three years. Okay. Why don't you talk talk a little bit more about your shares, your story about How did you came up on, okay, I'm a mom. I want to do this. And uh, Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be challenges, but I really, really want to have a business and don't be in the corporate. How how did that happen? So it kind of happened in a really hard way. So I went to, I was working for the government and I went to a government, I went to a conference where I had won an award or something. It was a long time ago, but I was there and somebody said, you know, guys, if this system exists, everybody would have it. And I thought to myself, I could build that. So I went and built um, Empower Employee in 2017 originally. I went out and I got $80,000 of financing. I did all the things and I decided I was going to build a version of what we have, you know, today. Mm -hmm. And you would think that that would be the beginning of the story. No. Uh, I ended up divorced with $80,000 of debt. Oh my uh, gosh. I lost everything that I built and uh, promised myself I would never do it again. But, you know, fast forward to trials and tribulations of divorce and single momhood and blah, blah, blah. You know, through that, I really learned that if I wanted to spend more time with my kids and I wanted to make an impact that I was going to have to manage myself. But before I got to that point, I needed to go back and pay off all the debt from the previous one, get a solid childcare <laughs> plan. Um, okay. And then really kind of what kicked everything off again was that, you know, I had been working again in the tech startup and I worked for companies that we'll just talk about them. I worked for, for some really cool companies. I worked for software companies. I worked for government companies. I worked for Tanium. I worked for Intuit. I worked for government contract agencies and, So, you know, when I was at um, Tanium, I, you know, I got laid off and then I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And then I went to Amazon and while I was at uh, Amazon, my brother passed away and I remember feeling like really kind of like depressed and lost, I guess is is the truth. And, And I reached out to one of my mentors and I said, oh my God, you know, I am miserable at my job. I'm unhappy. I lost my brother. I don't think I could build this company again, but I'm really passionate about helping others. And I want more time with my kids and all of these things. And the, my mentor said, so go do it. And I'm like, what part of I failed and put our family in at risk? Did you not hear me say? And he said, well, just go do it. And so I did. I went to my husband and I said, 
Hey, like my new husband. Hey, Hey. I, um, I really want to do this. I know that, you know, you know about my past and how I failed before, but what if, what if I find a way to do this without putting us in debt? What if I find a way to be successful? Would you support this? And he said, absolutely. And that's kind of what restarted everything, you know, just eating a project to get myself out of a better, to get myself to a better headspace. Okay. So that you found a new way to do what you love to do. So your original idea of uh, your Empower uh, app to find a job to military spouses and veterans, you said, I believe in that so much that I, I need to find a way of having the two things that I value the most, which is my your, your idea and my family put together. Yeah. So that's how you do it. Yeah. Can you walk us yeah. in the process a little bit? To, to Because I want to inspire other moms to say that they have that idea festering in their mind there and they don't know how can I put it out but at the same time I want to keep my family and enjoy my family but for a lot of moms is an or there's never an end so how did you do it um so I looked at okay so I went out and I I wrote my business idea down and I created a budget for the business not for the household but for the business how much was it going to cost me for the app I wanted to build from a software development perspective how much was it going to cost me for a team how much was my website going to cost how much was you know whatever whatever going to cost and I wrote it out and then I looked at it and said okay now how do I pay myself something a livable wage that's still going to help my family if I'm taking time away from my family um and then I started, I put together a business plan, which you can do for free at score.org, but I already had one from, you know, years ago. And I started looking. So thank you. (laughs) Score.org. Reached out to score.org and set up a call and said, hey, this is what I want to do. Where are their finance options? Where can I secure this kind of money? And, um, it wasn't easy. You know, I, I reached out to an old contact where I said, Hey, do you remember when I said I wanted to build this and you said you would support it? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to do it, but I need my first contract. And he said, okay, I'll do an introduction. So I started networking. I got on LinkedIn. I created a profile. I started asking my peers, Hey, if I build this, you know, somebody who may be interested in this. Mm -hmm. And I started building my sales pipeline without really knowing that I was building my sales pipeline. On the back end of that, um, there were government contracts out there where I got introduced to somebody and um, anybody can government contract. You don't have to be affiliated with the military, but you do have to register and go through that process. And I found this contract to move an office building. Hear me out on this. It sounds okay. crazy. Okay. That's crazy. So, I love it. I'm crazy. Loving it. But, if, but if you can event plan you can you and you've moved a house before you can do this so as a military spouse and a veteran i have moved consecutively about every three to five years my entire life that means that i'm planning for movers to come pick up my stuff box it up load it into a truck ship it to wherever in the world (laughs) who knows where how to live without my stuff how to glamp or whatever and so i started thinking about this office contract and so what they wanted us to do was they wanted us to show up 
and move like a six to 19 office space of computers, filing cabinets, paperwork, people, carpets, whatever. And so I bid on it and I won. And so I went to uhaul.com and I rented a U-Haul truck for mm -hmm. three days. Um, I got one of my friends who's a project manager for the military and I sent him there and I gave him a checklist of all the things that needed to be done. And we hired labor from youmove.com or some website thing. And everybody showed up. They did a walkthrough. They reported back to me. They packed up the offices. They loaded everything up. They drove it two miles. They unboxed it. They removed the trash. I got... I think like $18,000 for a week's worth of work. And then I paid my team the $4,000, which gave me about $14,000 of startup money. Okay. So you made like a gig. Yeah. In order to raise money yeah. for your app. Okay. And then I found another one just like it in Florida. And so I was like, oh my God, I can do this again. And so I bid on it. I won. I did the same plan because we already had a template yes. and a checklist and a process. I sent my friend there to same guy because uh, he had experience. He was already going to be in Florida. It just happened to work out. And um, we showed up to the building and the building was condemned. So we couldn't do any <laughs> of the work. So I hired a consulting firm that deals with government contracts and they argued with the government for me. It cost me about... Um, it cost me like $2,000 to do this. But out of the $18,000 I was supposed to get, I got $13,000 after paying the legal fees and whatever. Okay. So I got another 13000 for doing no work. And then I had the money from before. So I started off in the fall with like $26,000. Okay, and that so got me to my, sorry, that got me to my first contract, which was $20,000 which was $46,000, which got me to my next. And that's how that all kind of started. Okay. So what I'm understanding, what I'm discovering about you is that you outsource, you look for the people who can help you do things. Yes. You are not that, uh, I can do everything by myself. I'm going to show the world that I can do everything by myself. And, and because I'm a mom, I'm used to do everything by myself. So I, I will do my business by myself. Not at all. You look for the people no. who can actually help you. Yeah. And so that money that I got from startup money kept us out of debt. It gave us enough runway to get to my first contract. And then once I got that situated, I started looking for a person in my network or outside of my network that I had been watching on social media that had built companies. And so I found this person. Um, her name is Flossie Hall. Please Google her. She has a super story. She is a mom. She I will has to her too. Yeah, she's amazing. Like, if you watch her story, I'll get you guys the Google link. Like, I cry every time I see it. But I reached out to Flossie on LinkedIn and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. We work in the same space. I see that you've built and scaled and exited million-dollar companies. Would you be interested in sitting down with me and hearing me out on what I want to do with my life? I have the money. I've, I've busted my butt to get it. Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear from her. She didn't respond for 30, 60 days. It was, like, forever. Finally, she responds on LinkedIn and said, oh my gosh, yeah, I would love to sit down and talk to you. So sorry, been busy doing whatever, just wasn't on LinkedIn, my apologies. Yeah. And so I sat down with her and I said, hey, Floss, you know, I really want to build this app and this is what I want to do with my life. And it's going to cost me $120,000 to build this app and I just don't have the money. And she said, you don't need the money. You can do it yourself. 
you're a tech founder, figure it out. And I was like, okay. When was the last time you could? Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, So what I did is she said, you don't need, and this is a key piece of information for business owners. Mm -hmm. If you were a tech entrepreneur, you don't need a completed product. You need an MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So MVP, most viable process or mm-hmm. most viable product. You yep. can sell an idea and get funded and do a beta test. If you are a mom and you are baking, you don't need a hundred thousand dollar KitchenAid mixer. You need the bare minimum mixer and the bare minimum product stuff to get you, you know, what you need. And so I spent a weekend locked away in a Airbnb in Washington state, uh, pitching for USAA and built a most viable product and went back to Flossie and said, I did it. She goes, good. I just wanted to see if you were going to follow through. Let's talk. And so Flossie and I um, dated, not like romantically, but we worked dated uh, for about six months. She helped me build out our marketing plan. She did some introductions to her network. She taught me how to write a Shark Tank style pitch. And I took that information and I pitched and I won. I won Seventy-five thousand dollars. Um, twenty-five of that, five thousand of that was accepted. They invited me to get on a stage. I gave this. Oh, I'm losing you, Lindsay. I beat four other entrepreneurs, and they they gave me a check. Mm-hmm. And so all. Oh, sorry How about now. Yeah, no, you're frozen again. I'm going to turn this off for just a second. How about now? Okay, better. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, but Flossie, you know, helped me get to where I wanted to go. And she's still on my team. And she helped me pick the right people. But, I mean, this all started from a crazy idea on paper. And reading and educating myself by reading, like, Profit First and Traction. And, like, being honest with who I am as a person. And one of the reasons that... I get, uh, I won't say recognized because it makes me uncomfortable, but one of the reasons I think I've done so well is I've been really honest about where we are. And it sounds like a magical story, but I I gave you guys this glitter story and the success story, but let's talk about the other side of it really quickly. And that's, I want everybody to know the part of your child. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Female funding is hard. Getting people to say yes to sales is hard because it's about relationship building. And on top of doing all of this, y'all have to remember, I live six hours behind the rest of the world. So I'm getting up at 4 or 5, 6 a.m. and I'm already behind the rest of everybody. My image piling up. My kids are at school. I mean, they're not now because we're out, but they're at school. They have they have this and I still have a husband. And then adding on, you know, this new baby Mm-hmm. And being high risk, I'm not able to travel and go out and, and do the things that I used to do. So I'm being forced to kind of slow down. And when we talk about, you know, yes, I've been able to give myself a paycheck from the business, but let's really talk about this and be super honest. I was a six figure earner. My husband and family are used to me being able to go out and, hey, mom, let's go get our nails done. Sure, I can drop a couple hundred dollars on that. Hey, mom, let's go to the grocery store. I can buy you guys all the snacks in the world. I don't care. And that's not a brag. I worked my butt off to go to college and go to, you know, go through the process to be able to do that from the trailer park, mind you. And then to take away that six figure income and only be able to pay myself a thousand dollars a month on my budget 
that's $12,000 a year. Like we are not struggling financially because my husband has taken over the primary breadwinner role, but that still hurts my feelings because I used to feel like I could contribute. Now I, and I am still contributing. I'm just not going to Walmart or Target anymore and buying my kids the $60, you know, box of chips. We're getting like the $10 box of chips and we're trying to stretch it out, you know, especially living in Hawaii. So I think that people have to be real about expectations. So how did you stay motivated to keep doing what you're doing? You know, sometimes I'm not. Like (laughs) today I wasn't. Okay. Um, But you know what? What made a world of difference for me was like hearing the success stories of people that I have helped find employment or that have used the app or um, watching our, our clients change the landscape of their world of diversity and inclusion, you know, because of a program that we developed or watching my team excited over me winning a pitch. Really? You know who's watching me all the time? My children, my daughter is watching me. My son is watching me. My husband is watching me. And when I feel really tired and I'm just like, I don't feel like doing this today, my husband will call and say, so don't. If you don't have it in you and you're tired, take the day off. You've killed yourself. You've done all the things that you've said you're you're going to do. So take a break. Um, so I think... You know, it's uh, it's just taking time. Like when I get burnt out, to go back to to my why. Like, why am I doing this? And yes. actually, I'm actually in my burnout phase stage right now. I'm super burnt out. Mm-hmm. I actually was getting ready to sell the business because I'm tired, and I probably still will because I realized through this adventure that I want to build a consulting firm that teaches moms how to build and exit scale a business without mm-hmm. debt. But you know, when I tired and burned out I just take a break and go talk to my friends which entrepreneurship is hard so I can't tell you I have a ton of friends because it's really hard to sit out and talk to other moms and they'll be like what did you do today and I'll be like I built an app what did you do today I make some cookies well hey you know you still bake cookies and I still build an app we can still be friends it's just a different set of challenges there yes absolutely we still have the same uh challenges every day like, for example, carpooling and taking the kids to school and they forget about 75 things and they think that you are just next to them. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. I can relate. And what, yeah. uh, what would be a good advice for you to to give to other moms that are thinking of doing a, a startup or making uh, maybe scaling their hobby to something that is actually more business-like, but they're like, afraid of doing so do get research inside budget first so like if you want to build a coffee company right or your hobby is that you make wine or you like to do an event and party planning create a survey and go out and collect the data figure out who your competition is and how much money people are willing to spend and does your who your demographic is that you're going to sell your hobby or your project too because if you go out and you did what I did in the beginning get 80 grand and something with no um no idea of who you're serving you're gonna be in a bad place but if you go out and and you have people tell you yeah you know what that is a really good idea I would 
pay, you know, twenty dollars a month for that, then you can go back and look at the um, and the data and make sound decisions about what you're building. Um, but also, like, know that success doesn't come overnight. And the people that do had, if you look, like, I don't know, like people that have crazy success stories overnight. Two things: they're either full of poop, or two, they had a really long network so aside from product market fit and doing the research get a network of people that are going to support you and push you forward if you don't have support don't have a network spend some time building and developing the idea don't make impulse decisions because they don't ever lead to anything good so don't act on impulse collect the data research and i will say that Checklists are a thing that actually work. Make a checklist, make a to-do list, go from at least 20 uh, steps on from beginning to end and follow. Will that be a good idea? Plan. Plan it all. Plan it all. Okay. Perfect. So if somebody is a military spouse or a mom, a single mom, a veteran, who wants to get in contact or reach out to you, where can they find you? It's better to grab me off of Den and I will drop my link in the chat for you so you can grab it. And I will even tell you that somewhere on my LinkedIn, I tell people this, is my calendar at my actual time. Mm -hmm. um, if you can find the calendar link, it's not hard to find. And you can book yourself an appointment that shows me that you're resourceful and that you're willing to do the work. Um, my... Okay. Yeah, my consult firm that I started in, I haven't officially launched a for the baby to come, large of $25 an hour with me go over your plan. Um, but calendar link that's out there now is free of charge. So take advantage because people that have kind of the experience that I have typically charge between two and $300 an hour just to talk stuff. I would much rather, I'm already coaching, you know, companies that have won pitch competitions that are building VR, that are selling products that have some support that I've got a whole gamut of companies that I sit on their board and help. So, you know, reach out and ask your questions or message me on social media, ask me. Perfect. Now, now you heard Lindsay, she's uh, literally one of the most inspiring uh, stories I've heard so far. And I really thank you for being here with us and sharing your in and out and little Arabella bedroom. Yeah. Our little, uh, in my little home nursery that used to be my office, you know, you go from being a prize winning pitch winner in a home office to um, giving this up for a nursery. And I still have a home office. It's just my desk and stuff is in the front room and you know, the neighbors are mowing the lawn right now. So but I'm going to drop my bio in the chat for you and you okay. have my LinkedIn and it tells you everything that you need to know. You can grab a, a headshot if you need it. And I thank everyone for listening and letting me share my story. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lindsay. And uh, that it is, it, it cannot get more real than this, right? That's what we want is real yeah. stories and sharing real stories for everybody. Thank you. And for being here with me and thank you for being all the way so early in Hawaii. And uh, yeah. And I'm thanks Gabby. for letting me hang out. And thank you. You can okay. find me in Content with a Purpose or in LinkedIn as Gabby Rondon. 
Thanks, Lindsay, again for everything you have shared with us and everything you have done for this country. Thank you so much. Thank you.